Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. Alex Bonilla. Hey. And April Collins. Hi there. Was that a 1-1? One, one? Hey, is that? Okay. Uh, we'll be... <laughs> Glad ones. They didn't say the glad one. It's Infinity Train. We're very excited to be talking Infinity Train all this week here for this special Infinity Train miniseries week uh, that's airing on Cartoon Network every day at 7.30. And we'll be getting these podcasts out uh, the same night. Um, It's airing two episodes a night. Uh, Tonight was The Grid Car and The Beach Car. Um, The Grid Car is previously online already after it aired early at Comic-Con. And also The Beach Car, which was previously, which was unseen up to this point, is airing. So we're mostly going to be talking about The Beach Car in addition to getting uh, any new thoughts we have on this first episode um check out our first podcast on infinity train where we had a lot of speculation and stuff and a lot of um a, a lot of uh, potential plot things probably less plotty i guess of an episode that we'll see if we speculate as much we probably will every, every time but um yeah overlyanimated.com we have an we have an infinity train itunes feed search for that on your favorite podcatcher and youtube.com slash overly animated okay um how about reactions to this uh the second episode and how are we feeling about infinity train sam Oh god, I'm first. Um, well, I guess reactions to this episode, you could say the real friends I, how's the saying go? Maybe the, the real friends are the, the one ones you made along the way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like Our that. friend Needle would say something like that. That was basically my impression of the episode. But um you know what? I this is I watched it on like an actual big TV and I didn't notice how beautiful the backgrounds were. Um, in the first episode of the grid car and I'm just like blown away. I'm like, wow, like this is like really beautiful. And I really appreciate how painterly and how detailed and, um, artistic the backgrounds are. So I got to give, uh, the show props for that. Number one, um, uh, my general impressions on this, I don't know. I was kind of like, eh, not so high on the beach car as I was on the grid car a couple weeks ago. I was thinking, well, this is kind of the you know, a means to an end, you know, Tulip's a kid. This is the kind of lesson she needs to learn, you know, friends instead of personal gain, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this is what we get in this episode. It's fine. You know, it has a lot of good elements, has a lot of good jokes, funny lines, uh, a lot of emotional moments. We get to learn more about Tulip and how she has a bulbous head, apparently. Maybe that's why she was named Tulip. I don't know. We'll get into it. Uh, but you know, I was definitely more high on the grid car than um, the beach car. Going forward, um, I don't know. Like, I am interested to learn more about these numbers since we kind of striked off the uh, the numbers as death thing in this episode. So I'm interested to know what the number is on yes. her hand. But uh, we'll see. I also like Randall a lot. I think he's cool. I like his. <laughs> His uh, his accent. Oh yeah, the beach car. It was all right. It was pretty good. Okay, so this is pretty good from Sam. Alex, um, what what are your reactions to night one of Infinity Train here? Um, it's a little similar in that the grid car is kind of 
the hype built built in from years of expectation and it packed a lot in it was like a really great intro and the beach car kind of feels like a bit more settling down we're a little bit more focused but there's not as much stuff going on so like it fe- so it's still a good episode but it's just that it kind of feels like uh, okay well like now we're like getting back and we're tra- going to begin getting into like a rhythm here with the show um there's definitely stuff dropped throughout the episode that make it is pretty interesting especially the numbers so uh, are that they you, when they're up front and when they're in the background there's stuff to talk about um i think that's part of a part of the problem is that it feels a little bit fast in terms of a caring about one one enough for this friendship thing to work and b for the cats to immediately be introduced as as sketchy like it it feels all very fast but uh i think that that's just the nature of like a short uh, a limited series like like this anyway so it's kind of like just have to deal but like i still think it's it's very uh, pretty i'm surprised we got as much uh, um footage outside of the train as we did in the second episode too so like i'm and i'm interested to see how they continue to incorporate the the, the outside because uh, i really enjoy the 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 environment that they've already constructed in this universe so uh, I'm interested in that, and yeah, I think Sam mentioned means to an end, and it kind of feels like in terms of, like we're setting up a bunch of stuff, and that's important, and I think they do do a good enough job of making it entertaining, but at the same time, it, it, it the the in, the first episode was just so much. <laughs> that it that it did it would be very hard to live up to it and i think that while this is still a good episode but i i think that the intro just like did a lot of work so it's kind of hard to compare the two but the, the, this episode is fine and we'll probably we'll probably have certain stuff to talk about yeah okay yeah uh understood uh april uh what are your thoughts on the second episode and also we didn't uh, you weren't on this first podcast so what are your overall thoughts on the infinity train and the first episode so um, it uh, Alex mentioned that like the first episode has a lot and it does a lot and I like that those were my initial thoughts whenever I first watched it you know however long ago um, and then like so I agree with Alex in terms of like there's a lot going on in the first one and then in the second one we kind of simmered down um, this show is definitely fast paced but again like it's a mini series so you kind of have to be you don't really get a choice um, so I, I guess like that's kind of the like mindset that I'm trying to get into whenever I'm watching this show um, I agree like that the visuals are just like stunning in this show um, and you know I, like it's just it's all very very pretty and that has continued from the first episode into the second episode um, I guess those are like my general thoughts for like overall um the second episode is interesting it's fun though um i i i wish we knew what the numbers were like exactly meant um because like you we like briefly introduced them in the first episode and then in the second episode like we're freaking out because the number is going down which makes sense because we don't know what the number going down means so there's that the cat is uh i don't know about the cat i mean oh, no. she's I'm, sketch I'm, yeah, she's super sketchy, like, and, um, 
it's interesting because she's like like her introduction is her like trying to sell a pyramid scheme to Randall. So which I thought was really hilarious because she's like, it's a donut mate holer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so and it's just a pipe. That's great. Um, so I think that like I have a feeling that this like introduction to this character is going to be um like befitting of them later on. Um, obviously because like she gets really angry at the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, I would be too if you broke my flying machine. So, <laughs> but uh, but like it, it's still like in my opinion, it still seems to be like a very fun show. Um, and it's like interesting these sort of like different worlds or the that are created within these like train cars. Like she was doing crossword puzzles, like. <laughs> great like just thought that was uh, like a fun little thing so um but yeah like I'm still like very intrigued by all of it like I, I'm not as upset that I don't know what's necessarily going on um just because like every like one the visuals are very stunning and two like it's just like I'm here for the ride literally on this infinity train so wow. okay that's a good that's a good line okay <laughs> and you have a flying machine apparently as well yeah um, yeah that's that's good we'll talk about that <laughs> i want to talk about her the cat's uh craft hovercraft um yeah i think that the big reaction to seeing the second episode after we got the first one initially is like this is a lot less plot intensive a lot less action-packed although there was like a big chase scene in this episode um you know i think the first episode's very like dark and mythology driven and and seems very plotty. And the second episode is more of a, seems like more of a contained unit, um, which I, I, I guess makes sense for this. This concept is like you do uh, one offs in, in the various cars. But um, so it, it's, it's, it, I could see people being a little bit let down by this episode at the same time. It was really fun. It was, uh, it was definitely gorgeous. Like the first episode, I agree. Like watching the first episode again, it's, it's just the, the, the backgrounds and all the overall, the visuals are amazing. And I do think that is also the case in the, second episode um i get serious over the garden wall vibes from the second episode uh yes which is i mean it's a good thing that's that's such series is amazing i think like my reaction to over the garden wall is like uh oh we're just gonna you know stop and do individual things that are really aesthetic and really like cool in their own right but it's that's that's not a show that's as much like a, a, a plot through line um and i'm like oh that's what we're doing here too based on the beach cards like uh, okay well we're just gonna stop and do things along the way and then it has a beginning and an end but it's not gonna be like this um super super serialized thing even though it's a mini series um and that was a little bit frustrating for me in over the garden like i love it but it's it's like i'm almost like oh i wish there was more plot throughout it so I, i think i might have the same reaction as we go through infinity train based on the second episode but at the same time it's only one episode um but uh yeah i mean i just think like really uh unique quirky aesthetic-y t- type of uh characters and locations along the way in this mini series is you know th- that's what it seems like infinity train is going to share with over the garden wall um and uh and and but, but like it's not just like this like one-off episode that like looks cool i also think um there's a lot of interesting themes and um Okay, just general things the episode's covering. I think the writing is really snappy in this episode, which really stood out to me. Like, it's just, it's, it is very quick and there's just a lot of, I think, clever dialogue and, uh, 
it's like even if we're just doing kind of like we're chasing a cat on uh with a, wa- a water a water blob guy i don't know just and the cat is a pyramid scheme it's like oh this is like uh, nonsense but uh it, it really is a very smart dialogue and very it seems like a very smart show even even um with the, the zany stuff we're doing so I, I think it's 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 an interesting aesthetic that you get from the second episode um at the same time you do cover a lot of the number stuff here which is one of the the, the seemingly the cons the show's biggest um mystery narrative type things we're going to be dealing with here the conductor that's also something that we had those are kind of probably the two biggest um things to theorize on so i still think there's a some some interesting plot stuff here um and i'm interested moving forward if also in you're influenced by the promos cartoon eric showed along the way where you see like a lot I, I guess i won't say if you don't want to be spoiled but like a lot of like other crazy concepts on the train it's like oh we're just going to cover a lot of crazy uh, car stuff but it's like oh, oh yeah that, it's that's like it's a, a crazy train yeah they're playing that song all the time too, oh yeah great. but um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's uh, di- di- different than we thought it would be, I think, after the first episode. I'd like to see more dark stuff. I'd like to see ramping up the mythology, and I'm sure we'll get that. But at the same time, I do think the beach car was also fun in, in for what it was doing. Um, I, I think uh, the the most maybe i don't know if it's like the biggest topic from the beach car but i think it's the most thing the thing that's the most conducive to discussion which is the numbers on tulip sand um you know i think this is one of the biggest talking points from the pilot uh for years and this episode specifically focuses in on them one one uh says that they're counting down until you die and then the cat comes in and is basically like, you know, one one might not be a reliable narrator here. Um, and Tulip's like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> so that's that, that's where we so end easily on that. trusting of others. <laughs> Tulip, yes, to, to the cat or one one because maybe the cat's wrong. To maybe one one's right. <laughs> to both, like she easily like hops on to the idea that like, oh, the numbers are counting down until like, I guess she perishes or dies or gets sucked up into the light thingy. But like, but then she also like very easily like abandons that idea and is like, oh, you know what? The cat is also right. But I mean, if, if you were going to trust any one person, I would trust like Wan over the cat because like I said before, like our introduction to the cat is her trying to like sell a pyramid scheme to Randall, who obviously is not the most intelligent character in the world, though he is quite enjoyable. So I wouldn't trust the cat. I'd be like, I don't know about that. But she's just like, okay, cool. Like, are you, are, April, are you buying then that the number is actually counting down to to her dying? I don't know what the number. I mean, they could. So it's a very real possibility, but the cat also didn't offer up any other solution as to what, or like idea as to what the numbers counting down means. So. Okay. Yeah. Alex, do you, how do you think the number thing was handled this episode? And do you have any uh, new ideas on what it could mean? Uh, Well, I I think it was pretty interestingly done because Everyone in this train is unreliable, so it's like oh, I can't, I I can't really trust that like one one knows what's going on, but I also can't trust the cat because she's sketchy. But also, like, is it possible that one one got to the answer by accident, <laughs> or like, is the cat actually being like snooty but right? Like, so I. I think that they're throwing up different possibilities and being like, well, look, it's 
two episodes in, you're not supposed to really understand yet. You're like Tulip, kind of confused about what's going on. So I appreciate that part of the, like, just kind of setting up the mystery. I also appreciate that if you look, like, in the background, I think that the show does a good job of, like, continuing it even when it's not the focus Mm -hmm. of the scene. Because, like, Mm -hmm. later on, you, like, see, like, the numbers change in the middle of, like, Tulip talking. Like, at first, like, when she's focusing, it's like, oh, it's going down. But then, like, in the background, you see the numbers getting bigger again. Like, it goes back up to 114. And then, like, at near the end of the episode, it's, like, back down to 109. So, like, at, uh, it uh, that also, like, brings up a couple of things. Like, oh, okay, numbers can go up, too. Even though, like, we're not really, like, paying it paying attention to that like in the in the for in the foreground but in the background that's info that they're giving you so it's like okay well now i have to factor that in too it's like well what is what is influencing the changes in like the middle of of this episode so i i think that that's something that we should take into account when we're theorizing and uh, i don't know if that helps or hurts the case of this means death or if it's something more complex than that but i i think that that opens it up to be more complex the fact that like we can go in both directions i have an idea yes i have, I have a same theory okay um do you remember the show um 100 d's friday mcdowell or whatever it was called or 100 good d's friday mcdowell it's like like this yeah! kid turns into like a dog and he has to do like hundred good deeds to be back in the human and got canceled and he never got it. Anyway, so <laughs> what if <laughs> what if the numbers on Tulip's hand are sort of like a like a point system, like a karma or you know, good deeds or something, and you know, it goes down with more good, like heartfelt, good person things. That she does, right? And it's sort of like a Wizard of Oz situation where, you know, she's trying to be good. And, like, the conductor is, like, the man behind the curtain. She's like, oh, I did all this good stuff. I'm here. And my number is zero. And you're not letting me off the train. Yada, yada, yada. But maybe it has to do with, you know, growing as a person. And, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, mentally aging. You know what I mean? And becoming more mature. Hmm. I think I, yeah, I think that's that that makes sense to have that idea after this kind of very moralistic episode that ends in Tulip doing the right thing, I guess. And I don't know if loyalty to one one is inherently the right thing, but she does. It is, because one <laughs> one's a baby. <laughs> he is my baby and I love him. Yeah, you love one one in this episode, so Oh, he's so adorable. Okay. Yeah. He gave her flowers. I know. <laughs> Dude, I love him. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get back to one one, but yeah, I, I think I think that makes. Sense. I thought what I thought you were gonna say once you started bringing up that that show or whatever was, uh, what if like we see all these uh, animal characters? What if like the point system determines if Tulip could like morph into an animal at some point? <laughs> I mean, they, she uh, could, depending <laughs> on where the number goes. I gotta look up like, the episode titles on Wikipedia again. The, the people who turned into those um, those desert cockroaches must have done really terribly, right? Yeah, right? maybe that's what happened. <laughs> when you go into the light thing well that's it's like we saw a human go into the light or a humanoid thing in the first episode but then in the second episode it's like what are all these creatures like they just live on the train they don't have numbers themselves though do sentient water like (laughs) sentient water like yeah like what if they're all just people that walked onto the train to start with and then are turned into all these random crazy things you know what like i have i I have a bone to pick on episode one real quick. Why does she just walk onto a random glowing train in the middle of the night? 
Look, uh, I, I there... know like it's like going where she wants to go, but like, <laughs> like twelve or thirteen, she needs to have more sense than that. Okay, sure, but she's also emotionally distressed. Yeah, okay, distressed. like don't, don't walk onto a random glow green glowing train. Okay, because you're a little more green. emotionally stable. Don't blame the people. I mean, you they make bad decisions, but it's explained. I, I would I would walk onto the train. It seems. Oh my cool. god! Of course you would. <laughs> I, you know what? I would go on the train too. Oh my goodness! Okay, whatever. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay, so Sam wouldn't go on the train. Me and Dylan are going on the train. Alex, Alex would are you, you coming train, with yeah. us? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be walking out in the snow as a thing. Like, I'd be too, I'd be sad in my room, and yeah, I'd be too lazy to get out. <laughs> that's a good that's point. Probably that's fair. I think we'd all, I think we'd all stay inside, considering we're inside podcasting now. But uh, the, <laughs> it's also not winter time; it's like summer. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's like yeah, fall. Also, that's a random time to have a camp. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. wondering why uh, Cartoon Network is airing this right now, but the, apparently in an interview today, Owen said that uh, like they literally just finished the show. So like the, 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 maybe like Cartoon Network just wanted to air it immediately to avoid leaks. I think that's kind of what they did. Like as that's soon smart as it's done. For them. <laughs> when you finish them, something yeah. right away, like you make like a good, like, I don't know, video or like a song or something. You're just you're really just excited about it. Airing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, okay. They just wanted to get it out there. Yeah. Also, like the yeah. first episode is winter, but the rest of this takes place in like an abandoned uh, apocalyptic yeah, wasteland. It takes place so, in like, hell, that, that's like a real summer time thing, you know? You think like, apocalyptic, apocalyptic wasteland is a summer vibe? Okay. Yeah, like that Mad <laughs> Max, you know? Oh, like, like yeah, a, like it a is desert. hot. Okay, there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, the back to the I'm numbers. I'm on it. <laughs> You're on okay, that was a quick to you're like Tulip quickly, easily convinced. You are you are kinda of like Tulip April, I feel like. I feel Sometimes. like <laughs> you like to eat raw onions as well. I'm also I uh, no, I hate onions, so maybe I'm not like Tulip. <laughs> the no the okay, I need to remember what I was gonna say about the numbers. Uh this is I, I think it's I I I I think I agree that the uh I, I like how the episode handles it. I, the, it. Certainly, it moving up and down in the background. That's not. That's really nice. It's I, I subtly giving us information without having to comment on it too explicitly. The thing I like is that uh, one one's like, uh, oh, and it moves down one, and one one's like, oh, it's just uh, going down until you die. And my reaction was like, no, stop it. This is this is the stupidest answer. Why are you? T- First of all, why are you telling us right away? And second of all, it counting down incrementally until you, that's like this most simple answer. And the, then they subvert it. So I, I liked that because. I had a very visceral reaction to that being the explanation. Wow. It's like, no, that's not true. I don't accept that. <laughs> don't, you can't just thinks, tell me things. He don't, thinks that one one is broke, essentially. Yeah, not woke, bro. Yeah, um, no woke, bro. It, it's that's yeah. That, I hated that uh, explanation, and I'm glad that's not true. So we got that out of the way. Like but this is, is let, not true. Well, okay. Yeah. We can go, if if it went back to it at the end, then that's kind of subverting it on its own, right? But um, give the give the level one one explanation right away, right? And then uh, and then no, no appreciation for that. And then you know, no. then you get on to more complex things as as you go here so i think i think this is uh in that in that regard i think it's 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 a pretty simple way to handle it to start with but yeah i like i like setting up the number as a big uh the big mystery of the show along with the conductor i think this is like the thing people latch on to immediately it's just a really cool visual it's a really intriguing concept um and uh even even though we have a maybe a less plot heavy episode than i assume others will be i think like this being the center of it or at least a a heavy through line is is a really good idea um and i'm still interested in where and where we're going with the number and uh 
I don't know. I'm kind of interested in the the thing I said before, where the, the two of the people that go on the train could turn into different things based on the number system. But at the same time, I do think it going up and down makes me think it's not like any sort of simple like. Um, it, it, I don't know if it's scoring you. I don't know if it's uh, if it's going to something right. I think I think like uh, the up and down and the randomness of it seems purposeful. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, I, the, the, mor- the morality thing I think is, is, uh, fits this episode, but is probably, it's going to be, I think, uh, too neat of a concept. Um, wow. I assume at some point we'll explore if it's tied to location. Um, but you think that's probably not true as well. Cause it just fluctuates so much here, right? Like why well, have, it fluctuates within the same car, within the same car. So it's probably not location based, but uh, that, that would be a natural thing to explore as well. Um, is it like a population count of people on the train? Um, is it, I don't know. I'm just thinking things here. Uh, but I, I, I want to know my biggest reaction to like this random water dude and this cat is like, why are they here? Like what, what is going on here? Like, they live there. It's their house. Yeah. Why? Yeah. How? <laughs> don't because it's an me. infinity train. <laughs> But Dylan, I, why was there like a whole car full of like gnomes? I don't I know. Also, I want to know all of that. Like, what? How why did was all this get They have little mustaches. <laughs> why is there a crossword puzzle car? I mean, come yeah. on. These are like ba- basic foundational questions that we cannot answer because I, this is a trade. Well, I think that the foundation, the, at its core, I guess this is the biggest question. It's like, what is this this crazy train? Right? Like, this is uh, how, how is each car a different thing here? Um, I think like. We've already this is this this show has gone big already. Like a, a crossword puzzle car with like a flying robot, a sentient cat, and water blob, and um, it's. I feel like it, this can't be literal. Um, maybe okay, maybe. So you remember the show Chalk Zone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shut up. V- vaguely, yes. So um, in Chalk Zone, if I remember correctly. You know, you know, different people in the zone could create different worlds. And, you know, you go in chalk zone, you draw something, whatever. Maybe it's sort of like that. Like, if you enter the train, you remember how, um, I was about to call her Reggie from 12 Forever. You remember how Tulip uh, goes into the train. And, you know, it's the snow one at first, but then the next car she goes into, it's like the video game sort of thing with the Pixar. And that's like her main interest, right? What if the cars mm. align to people who hopped on the train's interests? Ooh, you so know, like, like she... the like the crossword, the pinball, the gnomes, the cat in the water stuff. Like maybe a cat jumped onto the train. I don't know. So like so, uh, like so when she got on the train, that the block uh, car like was the was yeah. the car was made. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, it's like custom made for her. Ooh, and we could get even darker with it, too. Like, if you kind of think back to, like, Over the Garden Wall and how, like, they were in, like... Spoilers. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, Spoilers for Over going. the Garden Wall. This has been out forever. Go on, Hulu. This is going to inspire people to watch it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I've, I've never oh. seen it, but I might watch it. Okay, so I... I feel okay. like this may have like that same twist as over the garden wall there unspoiled the unspoiled That's the, va- the vague type. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like th- this, this, this train cannot exist in reality. This must be so- in something or in like some 
non our world, some realm, maybe like I think we speculated on the first podcast. This is like a simulation or a game. This is the game Tulip makes when she gets to game camp. Right? Like it's it's got to be something stupid like that. Like this can't be. Uh, but it has to be like not just that. It has to also connect to like something that feels substantial. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's one of my biggest reactions from like the trying to solve the mystery is like, we're going really crazy right away with the type of stuff that's in the cars. Like this is, um, distancing us further from reality. So I think that's uh, worth noting when we're theorizing. And we haven't even gotten to the Corgi kingdom yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's kind of surprising to me anyways. And like, that was like a big part of the pilot. I feel like it was kind of advertised a lot in, in like the commercials they made for the show. And you know, like, it's been two episodes that we haven't touched it yet. So like, I'm, I'm curious to see like how we're tying them in, especially now that we've introduced some kind of cat villain before we get to the corgis who are like at least we like the king corgi in the pilot version was kind of like a good guy so um again bad 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 precedent to make the cat your evil character and the dog your good character because that's very stereotypical and not right but uh, <laughs> but i'm just saying like if we, if we want to go down the road of animal of the animals and creatures of this train having their own significance I'm I'm interested to see what that adds to to that because I can definitely see that th- uh, this episode Beach Car sort of beginning to do that, especially when you think about like why is the cat being antagonistic here and the blob people are like kind of neutral. Like what what's 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 the reason for like different kinds existing in here? Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of animals, and I think we, yeah, definitely the the corgis and Atticus are are some missing from the first two episodes. I believe they'll come tomorrow. Um, but it's it's are they is that going to be one car or is that just is Atticus going to follow Tulip everywhere the rest of the show? I don't know. Um, and it's you know if if you haven't seen the pilot, then you don't even know the, these people yet. If you're just starting to watch this, so uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of animals, a lot of creatures. Um, it's interesting. Well, I guess we can talk. Uh, well, okay, we'll get to the cat. We'll, we'll further put off Randall and the cat, but uh, one one in this episode. I think that's the next biggest highlight. Is um, or I guess if you want to talk the the mythology, the conductor as well. That's related to one one. Is um, where we're the, 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 that's kind of the drive for the plot is uh, Tulip wanting to get to the conductor, selling one one because of that. One uh, one in the in the first episode is uh, saying that. The, he thinks there is a conductor. Um, I feel like uh, considering this episode kind of questions the reliability of both the cat and one one. Um, it's not even I feel like it's not even given that there's a conductor. Like, I, I guess we know that there is. But uh, it, they, I, do either of them know what they're talking about? Right? Like, isn't that isn't that a thing? Like the cat is. Didn't you get the impression when you watched the episode the cat is like grifting her when? Oh she, yeah. So, oh like, yeah. Uh, cat doesn't really know the conductor, but one one also just made up this thing with the numbers counting down. So does one one know the conductor either? So like, what's going on here with this? Uh, is there even a conductor? Yeah, like, I, think, I think that's really? a question worth asking after these. Does anybody episodes. really know the conductor of any train that they go on? I mean, yeah, usually, well, usually not. no, but like <laughs> I've I never feel met like one person. There's like but, like evidence. I've seen them. I feel like there's an evidence of a conductor. Like, usually they get on an intercom of mm. some type. Or, like, there's something that would, I guess, more than suggest, confirm, yes, uh, that a conductor in- exists. But, like, we haven't had any evidence of that. So, I mean, like, it's, I guess, right to assume that if there's a train, then there would be a conductor but, like, how could you trust that, like, one, even, like, the cat, like, 
how would you trust that the cat has met or seen the conductor? Because this is an infinity train. So, (laughs) like, I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's... Until until yeah until the, the you hear a message from over the speakers yeah uh, our next stop is here where whatever like oh we'll be breaking for ten minutes make sure you're back on the car like <laughs> in that sense like even more to the interpretation of conductor is God like could you imagine just like at the end like Tulip finally does something like amazing and like a voice over like the sky comes and the the car comes in it's like hey I'm the conductor. <laughs> That would and, and, be great. <laughs> and then we like throw throw in the whole like infinity train is purgatory after all. <laughs> like, oh, she died in the snow. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. The answer yeah. can't be that it's purgatory or like heaven or hell. Like this is this not acceptable conclusion. <laughs> but it, 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 it's got to be Morgan Freeman. Right? I mean, that when is like uh, pretty <laughs> pretty broke internet theory kind of stuff. You know, like the Rugrats theory and like the Ed and Eddie theory stuff that you would come across. <sighs> It's, but it's, like, those are very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's still it's it's still in the vein. Like she really died because this snow. Yeah. And like <laughs> the, the 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 focus on this episode on morality also pe- feeds into that, right? Because like we we're getting this whole thing of Tulip needing to learn to 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 not sell out her her, fr- her friends for her personal gain, even though I don't buy that this is a friendship. But okay, whatever. But like that, and also like the cat, like has a couple of lines as well. It's like, oh, we have to give up things you value to get things you desire, stuff like that too. So it's like pr- providing the temptation for Tulip and seeing what she does with it. So like the 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 moral the morality of this episode being ramped up also contributes to my feelings that it's something along those lines of like t- for some reason this train is like emotionally testing tulip or like uh, or like uh, see- seeing uh, seeing what she what how she reacts to these different uh different car challenges so uh, I, I think that there's just a lot of stuff going on here that feeds into a similar vibe that i'm getting yeah, I think that's definitely uh, fair after this episode. It makes you think along those lines. Um, p- personally testing Tulip, that's, I feel like, a, si- a similar but also potentially separate t- that line of theorizing that, like, the, you know, this is just for Tulip as opposed to something she stumbled onto. Like, that's a whole that's a whole other thing. It's like uh, that that could be true in a different sense as well. Um when you also talked about like currency morale moral currency that also made me think like that could also apply to a video game if this is like a simulation or something like uh, there's like a an internal scorekeeping that uh that like that, that i feel like that fits in with that that aesthetic as well of um like some some sort of um either moral currency or just like um yeah, collecting, collecting yeah. something in a video game it's like the karma system from fallout I think that's really in play. I mean, we do to the whole, the whole, anything from episode one, you know, if you're trying to solve the mystery, they're going to be cyclical. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about game design camp in episode one. I think that's going to be uh, one of the more likely things where we're going, something related to game making or video game. Or, this is the game. This is the game. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would play out, but uh, it's like a game jam. Like all the cars are different games that the kids in the camp are making. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like that, but yeah, that's, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> throwing ideas. No, it's it's. I think it's definitely fair. Yeah, okay. Um, Can you imagine though being the creator of a game where your goal is to try and make 
like get people to buy into your pyramid schemes. That would be um, <laughs> I'd play that. I think I've played some games that are kind of like <laughs> some like adventure capitalist probably yes. anyway. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I guess related to this before we get is this, since the first podcast, it's been um, announced in quotes that this is a mini series. Owen uh, Dennis on Twitter said this is Infinity Train is 10 episodes, um, which then after that, everyone's like, OK, Infinity Train is a mini series. After all, yesterday, he also said in an interview that Infinity, this is the first 10 episodes of Infinity. Oh, Transform. my God. A little bit it, unclear on uh, is this is season it? two Infinity Train. <laughs> like your becomes finite. Like, yeah, how can there only be ten episodes if it's infinity, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, no. this show needs to go on for forever. That's I think that's the I'm only saying, way it works. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like, like if, if it's like the first if it's ten episodes of Infinity Trainer, they're just going to change the title. No, <laughs> look, look it, it, it's going to be a different person on the train. It'll be a Tulip's friend, right? Right. Time. So, like, yeah. basically, the two lines of thinking are either this is it. Um, and these are the 10 episodes of miniseries, or this is still a miniseries, but then next year we'll get Infinity Train subcolon something, and then it's a different person. It's an anthology series where um, it's something else with the train. Someone else is on the train. So uh, that, that I guess that's in play, although all of this is speculation. Cartoon Eric is being completely silent about uh, this, any parts of the show. Um, I think they're very afraid of leaking anything. So we'll uh, we'll see if we get any sort of announcement at the end. But it does seem like the, the 10 episodes will wrap up the this plot line um i don't know if it'll wrap up the concept um i'm a little afraid of it being open-ended moving to something else um but i i feel like it's gonna be we're gonna probably get pretty definitive stuff here um and and in the first podcast i I was talking about how i don't i didn't know if this concept could sustain like a whole show that was my only worry even though the episode was incredible i feel like that's like um if if this is any sort of miniseries that's completely uh uh okay now so i'm you know full, full, fully on board i think it's probably a good decision to do some sort of mini series type thing with this i also do think this concept kind of lends itself to an anthology type thing i think that could be really interesting if we did that and i'd love to see more of the show um past past one one year of it um so we'll, we'll see um uh but yeah for now we're we're just looking at these 10 episodes and um let's get back to one one who sam was a big fan of in this episode yeah um, so <laughs> episode is very focused on one one i feel like and then one one's like uh the, the sold and then uh she's she's getting one one back at the end and uh I, I guess my reaction was like, this is the, I feel like one one's the only thing you can have any sort of emotional stake in for the, other than like Tula herself and the, her parents thing from the first episode. I think it's like, if you're going to, in the second episode, have emotional stakes over something, one one's like an easy in for the audience, inherently sympathetic. I feel like a lot of people are going to be big one one fans. So, um, I, I think it makes sense to, to do what we do with one one in this episode. Are we, uh, April, how much were you feeling the bond between, uh, one one and tulip um well considering well like here's the i i think this is the other thing to consider too because i like i can see where you're like okay well it's only been the second episode like how much of a relationship could they have really established but at the same time like we also drop into the middle of the story at the beginning of this episode so who knows how many other adventures um, or how many other train cars that they've completed um, up until that point. Because there's no real being like, oh, well, like, the last car was this, and now we're in the crossword car. Like, there was none of any of that type of, like, dialogue to suggest that, like, oh, this is imme- the immediate next car, or if this is, like, the the 10th car that they had done in between the first episode and the second. 
So, and it seems like, um, I mean, like, they have, I guess, like, some type of friendship. And it's kind of cute because she's just like, hey, Juan Juan, like, you can't just draw all over the car. And he's like, okay, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Like, not in, and she says it with, like, a patience that would imply that, like, you know, like, they've spent some type of time together um that extends outside you know the first episode so plus she this is like her only like other companion on the train car so that like it's i guess uh like i took i buy like her being like upset because like this has been her only companion up until this point and then for her to just kind of like toss him aside is a little a little upsetting um and then like she just gets abandoned like yeah you're gonna miss your only friend that you've had um, you know, so, and you just got rid of them after they gave you a flower. I want someone to give me a flower. Like, and I thought that was sweet. Cause he's like, he's like, Oh, look, Tulip, it's you. And she's like, well, it's a daisy, but like, <laughs> she still accepts it anyway. Like that's very like sweet and enduring. So. Yeah. So you, so you, so you're, uh, you're, I'm a you're one into one fan. Yeah. One, a one, one, I don't know. We need a name for one, one fans. Um, plus um, I love, uh, I love the, like, the positivity of the night like the negativity like they they just get me all the time <laughs> <laughs> one one <laughs> sons one one sons yes okay you're right <laughs> uh, into it alex how are you feeling about one one i don't know I, I i'm still not getting an emotional connection with him um when, when you when april mentioned like how how that the interaction in the crossword car goes down. Like I got the impression that like Tulip was kind of annoyed with one, one. And if, if that's the case, like if like we, they've gone through several cars and like, that's still the dynamic. I don't feel optimistic about that throughout the episode. It, I, I got the sensation that Tulip was kind of, you know, dismissive of one, one, and then like gets angry at, at him when he like gives this bad interpretation. So, uh, I don't see that the show has really done much to make me believe that there would be a friendship there. Uh, it's more like guilt that, like, okay, it's subjectively a wrong thing to give up my companion for this. But, like, I, I don't see... I, well, I get, like, the logical reasoning for it, but, like, I don't get that that, that was based out of any emotional attachment. Because there's, there just hasn't been enough of them, like, having fun together really so it's 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 hard for me because i like the idea of one one i like the idea of like a, a chipper person attached to like a really dour nihilistic person and like them having to like switch back and forth i like the idea of that but for some reason so far the show hasn't hasn't pulled me in with it and i i, I can't I might put my finger on why, but I think the part of it is just that, like, I get the sensation that Tulip is eternally annoyed with <laughs> with one one, and it, that maybe that kind of feeds into my my vision of him. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair, and I think yeah. we haven't had a lot of time yet with them. I think it's like annoyed at a puppy. I think you can be annoyed and still oh. love them, mm-hmm. and um, it's like uh, stop, stop chew- chewing on this uh, thing. Yeah, my sandals. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I guess that's what like the one one giving the flower is like. Oh, okay, you can do cute things after all, but like it, it felt like a bit l- too little, too late. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we need to break Alex's 
Heart of Ice in regards to one one. Yeah, I mean, we, we we got eight more episodes, but we'll get yeah, there. It's, okay, it's we'll not... we'll track if Alex comes around on one one. But Dylan, yeah. do you like one one? I yeah. love one one. I think one one's really Aww. fun. This episode, um, I think uh, April mentioned the the flower moment. Um, I like one one's explanation to like uh, that he just made the thing up with the numbers. It would be surprising if you never died. Um, like yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah. yeah. And uh, to one one's reaction to getting betrayed, uh, sold off. My mechanical heart breaks again. I hope the warranty's still good. Um, <laughs> aw, um, so I, th- I, I think one one's always fun. Um, and uh, you know, I, I agree. There's not like a lot of depth there yet. You know, episode two. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we do with with one one. Um, I was also struck rewatching the first episode. Um, you know, one one saves Tulip's life when she's uh, getting sucked, a Dementor sucked up by the the cockroach dog. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a big moment. I feel he's like. he's useful. <laughs> Can split <laughs> apart in the two. That was the big reveal. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you see like the little emoji faces he was making? Oh yeah. Little, like like he had like the one eye and like the smile and it was so cute. Sorry, I just think he's really cute. <laughs> Yay. One one plus Schwen, right? Um I I just saw on Twitter they made one, uh, Infinity Crew. They just like I guess knitted one together. Yeah, a lot of times the crew has it, but they're not selling it. But, but uh, you know, Cartoon Network, uh hint hint nudge nudge, I would buy that. I would also buy it. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, let's talk the uh, Randall and the cat and the stuff in the beach car. Um, we've talked uh, not specifically about it, but we've, um, you know, we've, we've hit on it a few times. Uh, I feel like Randall is like, uh, <laughs> at first you're like, oh, it's just the side thing and the cat's in it. And then Randall is just, you keep the, then you start splitting into the, the five things and he's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Randall stuck up on me how much. And we get to see the whole Randall people town, like, uh, it's like wow, this is a lot of stuff. With the are they of... all Randall? Jeez. Oh my god! Uh, I don't mm. think they're all Randall, but they're well, all Randall okay. species. What happens, like, because he like goes into it and then they're there, but like, what happens whenever the water is there? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> <Good question. laughs> like, do they just like go into the water? <laughs> yeah, they. Just they assimilate... Do they have a different like? Uh, what is it? Like pH or I don't pH not pH I can't think of it like so, something to differentiate them from the rest Different, of the water yeah molecules, like they're heavy water and they have more uh it's like, it's like o- oil and water it doesn't yeah, like dissolve into it yeah yes. yeah okay I, it's, it's, that's you know, what I was I, trying to get at but I couldn't I was like I know solvency, what I'm trying to I say what is I, I like the idea of a society that can like switch between being in physical form and then just becoming all together at once the same piece of matter just wow, that's very <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, the the sand sandcastle world, um, underwater world. This this is the part that felt most over the garden wall to me. Is like the, this when we went here. It's like wow, okay, um, getting that vibes live. And I, I was pretty impressed that we just do this and we're there for like a minute or two, and then we're going back. It's like this is a lot of complicated design. I think for this uh this brief location it was really cool. You get to they they tulip tries to get the uh, the gear from the, the salesman and um they they, they slay they like sell them on the. The the hair the daisy the the, yeah. the daisy yeah so yeah. um I, I that like that you know they trade for valuable personally valuable objects as opposed to money which was I, it just I, that guy or is it all of them maybe all of them know. either the cat was also like 
doing that mm. with the one Yeah, the guy's like, money doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, money doesn't matter. I want uh, something personally valuable to you. I didn't, Yeah, I didn't get that impression from the cat, but that's an interesting thought. Yeah, I thought the cat's just like, oh, one one's like a unique thing. Um, yeah. For that, yeah. But yeah, that would, that would be interesting if they if the whole train trades on uh, like emotional bonds. And, wow, yeah. it's just like that Adventure Time episode. <laughs> I think the show's also very adv- adventure timey at times so far. This episode, um, I'm sorry that I keep comparing the show to other shows. I, I mean, it's, it's taking just, a lot of influences from things. I had a professor once who was like, "If you ever do an elevator pitch, you want to compare it to as many things as you like. You want to compare it to at least two things." Like, it's Adventure Time crossed with Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. I think it's that's fair. Anyway. It's uh, it's Snowpiercer crossed with... uh, Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall, I guess. It's Thomas the Tank Engine crossed with... It's not Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) It is Thomas (laughs) the Tank Engine. Uh, These water blob people are kind of like the blob people in those Alice Norris web comics. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's that's why. The web comic theme. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, that's well, good. Randall well, is just a, a, like a living, walking. Oh no! <laughs> I, I, do we like Randall? Yeah, I think uh, he's buying I like into his the pyramid accent. scheme. Yeah, pyramid team. Yeah, pyramid team. Well, pyramid I team, can't yeah. agree with his, you know, capitalistic intentions here. <laughs> um, I think him himself is charming. You know, I'm I'm not one for uh, businesses and you know getting your a larger piece of the pie for yourself but then again he's just like making the team out of himself so i don't know i like that he's really committed to like his business adventure like he it it just continues throughout the entire episode (laughs) yeah that's that's his thing the whole episode Mm -hmm. i think it's like i think it's 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 pretty it's pretty oh and then he's he's like she's like riding randall when they're doing the chase yeah Mm -hmm. um Get in my body. That's interesting. Is that oh. what he says? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. He, he's like, it's not as weird as you think it is. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we also have the cat who's like the very uh, uh, schemey. Uh, yeah, then it's, it's, it's tricking Randall into the, the pyramid scheme and then um, presu- presumably tricking Tulip and knowing the conductor. Like Tulip instantly believes, even though it's part of. Um, the cat's like uh, pitch to to Randall that uh, she knows the conductor. Maybe maybe she does, but uh, it's it's. It, I guess Tulip's very vulnerable at that point and latching onto anything, so she she believes that. Um, but then the cat like gets on her. What I th- I thought of badminton when uh, I saw this craft of I don't know if it's like a it looks like a birdie <laughs> to me the the like the, a like shuttlecock a shuttlecock yeah, yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't it looks like a oh shuttle ha <laughs> shuttle I get it oh, is that, that, is that, that, <laughs> okay I'm, that's it it's a shuttlecock now see there you go <laughs> like I uh, need to see it again because it just looked like a ball to me it looked like a cat toy it, it had a thing that like came off and then it like, like would connect to it yeah like it's they so would weird. like. <laughs> draw it in or something like that yeah it's like a magnet to the other part mm-hmm. of it yeah um that's not was, how shuttle box work but sure no, but the, just the tiny part the part that drew the other part in was the anyway that's uh <laughs> it, i thought it was very cool um i don't know i thought the cat was fun i, I don't i don't know if i get the impression that the cat's gonna be like a recurring villain or anything i'm not sure me neither uh, although she might the come cat- back 
But... Yeah, the cat does say something at the end, like uh, you'll you'll regret this or something along those lines. So. Yeah, maybe yeah, when they like whatever. go with the dog, she'll come back and she'll be like, "Oh my god, there's dogs! I'm a cat, I don't like dogs." <laughs> yeah, you could see the cat coming in when we bring the dogs, and I agree with that. Um, cat, cat was fun. Um, I thought there'd be a lot of cats. I saw in the description there's a cat, and I was like, "Oh, a cat world!" But no, it's just one. Cat. I wonder what Michelle thought. I know. As when I saw the description, I was like, "Oh no, I didn't put Michelle on the cat episode. That was a bad." Idea. It's just it one really cat, was. so so it's it's okay. Maybe it's just one cat. Well, maybe the cat will be back. But. And I feel like it was a very unsympathetic portrayal of cats. I'll I'll give. You, let me do a Michelle impression. Ooh. Oh my god, there was a cat and it was so goofy <laughs> and I uh, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what Michelle will be like. Wow, there you go. That's the, that's the official Michelle reaction to the, to the cat. Right. Okay. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry there. She yeah. <laughs> she's, don't she's, that, uh, okay. The, 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 it was uh, the, the, yeah. The, the cat. Yeah, it was good. And um, the, the 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 chase scene. And um, what else we got? So the cat. The cat's craft is short circuit. Uh, does she go away at the end? I don't know. How she. I don't but okay. um, we'll, well I, I mean, I mentioned this in the beginning, but like this whole chase scene outside the train is pretty interestingly done. Like it's kind of down like a trench, kind of like Star Warsy almost. Where like they're like going down like a like a canyon on top of this like train. on top of the train, right? Yeah, now. yeah, and it's like it's being like filmed at kind of like an angle going on. And they they do interesting stuff with like the water blob, like kind of sneaking through the cracks in the middle. So like it's a, it ends in a creative way. So I just I, I really enjoyed the the ch- chase sequences can be very hit or miss a lot of times, but I think that this does it pretty pretty interestingly and uses this uh, this whole setup pretty well to to make it uh, compelling. Even though like it's a, a, you know it's just like one person chasing another person at the end of the day. That is that is one thing that uh, this episode continued from the first episode was the use of the outside of the train, which is like so unexpected to us. I feel like after the first episode and the second episode, like again, we're outside of the train. Like this, it's still kind of crazy to to like why it's like this is this is it still feels unexpected and big to be to be out of the train. And I do like the show's willingness to go outside of the cars and. The, the, the scope is into will be interesting. We can, we can continue to be outside of the train. You know, like what's the what are the boundaries of Tulip were to walk? I guess she she got traced by things if she walks too far away. But yeah, like, um, yeah. Like is, it's is, not is, safe to be outside of a train. Yeah, in you general, like, well, like you shouldn't she, walk between cars still... while the train is in motion. And it stops. You can get off and you can go where you're going to go. I wonder yeah. how much train research they did for this show. I mean, when those wheels are turning, it looks pretty realistic. <laughs> At the very least, visual. <laughs> yeah. How many hours of a train moving videos did they see? Probably a lot. <laughs> to, to animate, yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get these answers. But well, what else? What else in the episode? I mean, the whole. Th- I think the last thing, the whole thing with the tulips, um, how she got her name, um, and she like had a breathing thing, and uh, then it's like. Re- recovered and that's like it's the flower and um at the end uh, one one's like uh bounce back just like when your parents hatched you um so i thought that was a good uh i guess the the character tulip moments tulip character moments with the the origins of her name and talking about that with one one and that connecting them to uh that being an emotional connection that the two of them have to now yeah, yeah. thought it was yeah. good 
I have a also, question. she like. Sh- oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. My question oh. is kind of off topic. You go ahead. Abel. Oh, I was just gonna say that I also like like that she, um, like shared that information with him and was like willing to do so, kind of thing. So, because sometimes like if you have like a weird thing in your past, especially when you're a kid, you're kind of like hesitant to share it with other people. So. I'm also sure that, like, people ask her why she was named Tulip all the time, because Tulip's not exactly a common name. That's true. It's kind of an old lady name. Yeah. So my question is, what is your guys' favorite flower? If you have a child who is, is about that the to hot die, takes on cold food? Uh, no, we're 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 going. No, I'm we still going to do the hot takes on cold food, but like, okay, well, so let's save it for the hot takes on cold food. Okay, oh my god. <laughs> is there is there more meaningful Sam, what's your favorite to talk flower? about here? My favorite flower is daffodils. Okay. Ooh. I would name my dying child daffodil. Your dying child. Who then comes back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But like, doesn't that like open them up to be nicknamed Daffy? So? Daffy Duck. Uh, okay. Um, the, last th- the last thing, Alex, is the, all the different cars in the beginning, which we briefly hit on. But the, uh, uh, yeah. the crossword uh, car, it's like a flying robot like to fill out the crossword. I thought that yeah. was a nuts and thing to open on. the letter. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I, I really like that one. And one one was graffitiing them. There's like the n- magic gnome car or whatever. I, I don't even know. I like it's that like whenever frozen. they were casting magic, they're like, spells, 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 spells. <laughs> April, is that how people should cast spells? <laughs> yes. Spells, spells, spells. That's good. And then the, the pinball car. And one one was at home in the, in the pinball car. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that one. Uh, that that one looked pretty colorful, and uh, I wonder if the, the like there's probably a game like that, right? Where like the pinball machine, but like you're the ball, and like you can. Ooh, you're the yeah. ball. Wow. I feel like First that would be like a health is. risk. <laughs> Human pinball. You have to sign know. a waiver. Yeah, definitely. That sounds scary. If you get a concussion, that's on you, man. Have you ever <laughs> seen like um like human bowling where they put people in, like big yes, and they just like roll them maybe it's like that yeah yeah i can see that (laughs) okay that's good that's good were there any other cars those i thought was the ones i wrote down um there's a lot of cars we saw in promos we don't want to confuse them but yeah yeah i don't know let me should have spoiled these crazy cars we're gonna see this this car where the cat and the blob people are is like feels like very much out of a painting too like it's just Mm kind of like a valley a little Mm -hmm. lake you know kind of pale green nice grass yeah yeah so that 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 car looked very peaceful i would want to have a picnic in that car a tad impressionistic maybe a little bit of monet in there yeah okay yeah. Mm, okay oh god okay. i'm gonna have to pull out like my art history knowledge for the show <laughs> Sam, what was what was your hot takes on cold foods oh uh, hot takes Onions? on cold foods uh, donuts. Yes. Oh, donuts. Oh. <laughs> but they were referring to the the so, shape donut, not the food, though. Is donut a shape, yeah. or is that just a circle? <laughs> well, with a look, hole in it. With a hole in it. I, I, would, I would argue it is a. Sh- it's a combination of shapes. When you have a big circle and a little circle, <laughs> you're allowed to call that a donut. Yeah, I think that's that. But is, the yeah, little the circle has to be inside of the big. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. Okay. I mean, they weren't technically donuts because they weren't made out of dough, but donuts. I like donuts a lot, but it depends on the donut. One of my favorites that you can get mass produced is the blueberry one from Dunkin' Donuts. I also just like, you know, plain strawberry with sprinkles, whatever, cream, powder. 
etc. I don't really like raspberry or jelly pill. That's not really my jam. Donuts are good in moderation. Raspberry yeah, jam. That, yeah, uh, jam, yeah. Mm. I agree with the moderation. Chocolate donut's the best, obviously. I think that. Um, Bavarian Ew, cream is like, like a pure chocolate donut, not just like the well, It's like you get like chocolate, like a chocolate, uh, chocolate like frosting cake. and then sprinkles on top. And, no, you know. no, that's a lot of chocolate. Bavarian yeah, I don't cream think the donut is itself great, is probably but, not chocolate. But Krispy Kreme is glazed. Like that's simple, but like you put that in the microwave for like 15 seconds and it's heaven. Mm. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's also donut. federal donuts in Philly. They make really good vanilla spice donuts. I, I tried one of their cinnamon spice donuts at the ballpark. A lot of sh- sugar on that. You need but to like, get it was very spice. Soft. Have you ever been to like one of those really crazy donut places? No. That ha- that they're like they've got like fruity pebbles on them Jesus. or oh. really they're like I I feel like they're everywhere. That, that seems like Cold Stone Creamery levels of like over like the top. Very, very place like they'll have like place. themes and stuff like that. I assume that's like the Voodoo Donuts. They sponsor yes. the yeah. mm-hmm. I've been to Voodoo them. Donuts and it's a lot of sugar on a single donut, but it was that very good. Great. So in favor of a lot of sugar. Also, also they got the Steven Universe movie promo. Speaking of that, during oh, yeah, the, we did. Infinity yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my my actual hot take with donuts: donuts that have stuff that like fall off of it, like sugar or sprinkles, too messy. You need it, the glazed yeah. donut. In that sense, is why it's like the ideal version of a donut because it still tastes good, but also you can eat it, and all the only thing that's messy is your hand. You don't have to worry about but like wiping is, yourself. But sprinkles are fine. Well, they're really they're like fun, powder. but they're work, and I don't. I like, work for my food. <laughs> oh, you like powdered donuts? I like powdered cream-filled donuts. Okay, okay, that's good. I'm cutting you this off. You guys still need that. to say your what? favorite flower, so like no <laughs> flowers. <laughs> Sam, final thoughts on <laughs> the Infinity Trade Night? All right, um, it was good overall. Can't wait to go into tomorrow and beyond. It's it, yeah, good thumbs up. To be in beyond into the infinite, yeah. Yes, into the infinity. Into the infinity. Uh, Alex, final thoughts. Uh, My favorite flower is the kind that's used to make donuts. Um, (laughs) The cats are great and should not be villains in media anymore. Um, Cats are nice. Uh, And uh, one one, uh, it'll take more than two two episodes for me to like him. So okay, that was a good one. Alex is very much coming from the new cat owner perspective. I feel like with these, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sensitive, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dog owner April, what are your final thoughts? (laughs) Ooh, call me out. Final thoughts. I really appreciated Alex's joke just now about flowers. My favorite flower is an anemone. And I look forward to not this the sea creature. Yeah, yeah. There's an actual flower. Oh, I gotta look up. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Um, so that's my favorite flower, and I look forward to the next episode. Episodes. Yes, tomorrow we're looking forward to whatever. I don't even want to get into the titles. Or the we'll, we'll we'll experience it uh, tomorrow, and we'll be back for coverage of episodes three and four of infinity train let us know what you thought of the beach car and the night one of infinity train in the comments at overlyanimated.com youtube.com slash overlyanimated make sure you subscribe to not miss the future podcast come talk about it with infinity train with us in our infinity train channel on our discord at overlyanimated.com slash discord 
and consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hugh, a.k.a. Hugh Neutron, and thanks to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, check out uh, other stuff at overlyanimated.com, including She-Ra, Princess Power Season 3 coverage, also a bunch of stuff, very busy month and period, time period for us, but we're going to be focusing in on Infinity Train here this week and looking forward to talking about episodes 3 and 4 tomorrow, so thanks for listening, guys. We will see you then. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.